Welcome to Questions About Heaven, a podcast about giving Bible answers to our questions about the afterlife with God. Each week we seek to answer real-life questions with biblical answers about the life beyond this world. Now, here's your host, Brad Zockel. And a wonderful day to you. This is uh, the 13th of January. 2024, and uh, some cold weather is hitting the uh, eastern part of the country here. Down here in South Carolina, we're getting some cold, wet weather. I'm here in the barn with Smokey Joe. He's over here getting going over into his uh, little box here to sleep while I'm doing some recording here this evening. We've got some friends at the farmhouse. My daughter is with some of her college friends down there, and uh, so all the ladies are down there, and so the two men of the property. Smokey Joe and I are up here in the barn at the studio while they're having a party down there. I don't think they want any males there right now while they're having some fun and eating as much sugar as possible. I want to thank you for joining me. This is Brad Zockel, and you are listening to the Questions About Heaven podcast. It has been a wonderful, wonderful beginning of the year here as I've been able to con- be in contact with a number of my good friends here. Thank you for your prayer support, your encouragement, and we have had a number of prayer requests passing along as we're going back and forth uh, during the live streams, either on TikTok or on YouTube or on Instagram. And there is a real good community of believers coming along, not only asking questions, but also sharing and praying with one another. And that means a lot. If you'd like to know more about uh, the ministry, then you're going to find it on the uh, website, I'm sorry, is theheaventour.com, C-O-M, theheaventour.com. You can go in there and see where I'm going to be traveling. I'm very, very excited to tell you that this just came together on March 3rd. I'll be out in California. We prayed about it last year that I'll be able to get on the West Coast and minister, and I'll be in Hollister, California on March 3rd, morning and evening service at Calvary Baptist Church. Calvary Baptist Church in Hollister, California. And then, just before I finished out the day yesterday, then I'm going to be going back to our dear friends in Tremont, Mississippi, and then across, right across the state line, over in Hamilton, Alabama. Uh, Miss Christie is the organizer of that, and there are two churches there that I will be visiting, and I'll give you more details as we come up. But that's going to be on April 7th, April 7th. Then, uh, as you know, coming up here in February, I will be over at Calvary Baptist Tabernacle. That's going to be in Salisbury, Maryland. And that is the morning service. And then in the evening, this is a first for me, but uh, I've been at different places. You know, I've spoken at coffee houses. Well, this time I'll be speaking at a bakery. Sugar Shack Bakery, uh, Miss Danae and her husband are asking if I can come over while I'm in the area. And they're setting up in Bridgeville, Delaware, closing down their business at the time and going to open it up for a Bible study that night, including a QA and a time. I'm looking forward to that. That's February 11th. The next week I'll be in Dayton, Texas, at South Dayton Baptist Church. And I'll share some more things. Go over to our website and take a look at that. As a matter of fact, if you'd like to be on our newsletter, you go right ahead and sign up for that. You can partner with us, receive that, even be part of the prayer team too, as well. (coughs) So let's get going here. And uh, I'm going to talk about something which has come down in a just an avalanche of response from this. As a matter of fact, it has been amazing at the response, good and bad, that we have had since I posted this. I was talking and addressing the very, very important uh, subject of life after death 
especially in the area of soul sleep. Now, I had been talking about the New World Translation and its corruption and the, uh, the, the, the total uh, corrupted uh, texts that have been changed in order to fit a particular faith belief. But the new NWT, as I had uh, been very, very clear, is this is a very bad translation. It is not to be, I won't even call it a Bible. Well, that brought on a lot of response, and that's very good because we need to have good discussions. But then what came up within the subject line is started moving over to the subject of soul sleep, which would be what that particular faith believes. And I'm talking about the JWs. And they purport to follow soul sleep. Now, I want to aim for one particular thing in this podcast. There is much more we can do. It can go for weeks, but I want to talk about one thing that has really been sticking in my craw because of so many people that will not that that hold to it and will not be responsible in their study. It goes like this. I would say that it would be easy to say without any embellishment over 30 times within 24 hours someone of the JW faith or those that would be that would be um, sympathetic to the JW faith said, "Well, you know the Bible says the dead know nothing." That's the phrase the dead know nothing. One person even said, well, you know that Jesus said the dead know nothing, which has nothing to do with it. It's a total different uh, reference here. So Jesus did not say that. Uh, nowhere in the scriptures here. This is an Old Testament reference. And what happened was, I would say to the people uh, that would say this, uh, okay, tell me where it's found. If we're going to talk about something like this and you're in disagreement, I'm going to show you the scriptures, and I did, on where the person, the Christian, the believer, is going to go immediately to heaven after they pass from this life. For example, from the mouth of Jesus, the righteous Lazarus, when he dies, Luke chapter 16, start about verse 22, Lazarus is taken immediately by the angels into heaven. There's no pause, no purgatory, no limbo, no soul sleep, anything like that. Go over to when Paul is referring to his boldness, since we know in 2 Corinthians 12, he is referred to a time in the past when he had been taken into heaven, seen mysteries, and he has a great boldness. Well, the boldness comes out in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 6 through 8, where he says that he gives two references for the same point. And he says this, to be absent from the body, the believer knows that they will be present with the Lord. And in that chapter, it says, this is our confidence and this is our preference. To be absent from the body is to be at home with the Lord. There's no pause there, no break or anything. Philippians chapter 1 and verse 21, For to me to live is Christ here on earth, but to die, that's gain. It's even better. The Greek word is kerdos, an advantage. And then the two verses later it says, Because when I depart from this life, I will be with Jesus, which is far better. Okay, so I gave those and other scriptures about this. No, 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 the Bible says that the dead know nothing. Okay, well, show me where this is and let's talk about it. All right? So, what I found most curious, are you ready for this? Over the course of four days, I believe that there were over there were two dozen, I think, and it could have been more than that, two dozen people of that particular belief, and I would give them, they, they would finally say, I, I would say it's in Ecclesiastes 9 and verse 5, would you read the chapter, and then would you Give me the synopsis of the context of the chapter and tell me, does it have anything to do with a believer in Christ, a Yahweh follower dying 
and then staying in suspended animation. I cannot tell you to our amazement, not one would even read the passage, or they would say, I've read it. And I said, well, tell me about it. No, I don't need to. You tell me, Brad. No, 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 no. You're the one who brought up the phrase. Okay, so you're, you're familiar with this, and I've shared this, and I've actually posted some things on it. But I want to share this with you in Ecclesiastes. Let's read the passage. Now, I want to explain something here. If somebody's going to come along and say the dead know nothing, and that and is taking one verse out of an entire book, well, then we ought to at least see, are we anywhere near the truth? Does this really hold up? Okay, so what is Ecclesiastes all about? Let's just deal today with this Ecclesiastes 9.5 assertion that is by the JW saying this is proof that when someone dies, they're in suspended animation until the resurrection. Okay, well, is that where Ecclesiastes comes from? Well, the, the, uh, the main word you're going to find in Ecclesiastes is the word vanity. And this is going to tell you zero emptiness. Vanity, vanity, says the preacher, all is vanity. Why? Because if you do not have God, Solomon says, everything's empty. Now, I want you to think about this. Uh, when we look over in Romans chapter 8, it will tell you that there's a very good phrase which would tie into this. For the creation was subjected to fertility. Yeah, I would say so. With the fall came the curse, and we won't be removed from that curse till we see in the eternal state, Revelation 22 and verse 3, uh, where there will be nothing that would defile, Revelation 21, 27. But until then, it says the subject, the, the, the creation groans because of this. It's subjected to futility, which would pretty much put you in the same neighborhood as the term meaning vanity. Now, this word vanity is going to be used 37 times. And it's saying this. This is empty. Fame is empty. Uh, a continual comedy, I think, was actually one. I'm looking for some relief from this, from entertainment. That's vanity. Building projects, sex, all of these things are only temporal. But what is going to be, what, what, what profit does it have? Do we have from all the labor, when you see it in chapter 1 and verse 3, what does this mean? All I do is I'm just under the sun. That's another phrase. And you think about it. What it's saying is, if you're under the sun, if you're there, you're not going beyond into the realm of the unknown. You're staying here within a realm, under the sun. That's kind of a phrase used. It means without God. All right? So let me go ahead and read Ecclesiastes 9. If we're going to say, what is the context? Well, then let's read it, okay? We're going in here, and Solomon says, what good is all of this? As a matter of fact, let me do this. Let me actually go back, and to give you a better idea of Ecclesiastes, Solomon is the writer, obviously, and when he says this, when he goes into this, it starts off, the words of the preacher, the son of David, king in Jerusalem, vanity of vanities, says the preacher, vanity of vanities, all is vanity, what advantage does a man have in his labor in which he labors under the sun? Remember, see, no God, nothing above the sun. A generation goes and a generation comes, but the earth stands forever. Also, the sun rises, the sun sets, and hastening its place, it rises again. In other words, the sun comes up and sun goes down. It's routine. Where's the enjoyment? Where's anything? Where's the celestial? Where's the hope of the supernatural, of the joy? All the rivers go into the sea, yet the sea is not full to the place where the rivers go. 
There they continually go. All things are wearisome. In other words, the rivers just move into different water sections and come back. All things are wearisome. Man is not able to speak of it. The eye is not satisfied with seeing, nor is the ear filled with hearing. That which has been is that which will be, and that which has been done is that which will be done. So there is nothing new, once again the phrase, under the sun. Is there anything of which one might say, see, this is new? Already it's been for ages, which were before us. There's no remembrance of earlier things, and also the later things. In order for the Heaven Tour to continue fulfilling our mission, we humbly ask for your support. Your generosity allows us to continue to proclaim and explain the biblical truth of heaven and to mentor many. All eligible donations are tax deductible, so please prayerfully consider an end of year gift. You can send your gift to the Heaven Tour, P.O. Box 795 Pickens, South Carolina 29671. Thank you and have a blessed Thanksgiving.